Hey, everybody, it's JT from Grilling at the Green. John Breaker and the great folks at Birdie Ball have a short time offer for all of you listeners. You just go to birdieball.com, and when you place your order, there's a place on that form for a discount code. Use G-A-T-G. That's G-A-T-G. Of course, it stands for Grilling at the Green. And you will get 20% off anything you order from birdieball.com. Now, it's a short-time offer. It expires in about a week, so you want to get on it. Go to birdieball.com, place your order, uh, use the code G-A-T-G, and get 20% off. You heard it here on Grilling at the Green. This is Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. We're talking with Mark Gantz, who is the CEO of Tournament Golf Foundation. And they uh, are the uh, proponents, organizers, promoters, and grunt laborers from the amazing Cree Portland classic coming up at Columbia Edgewater, September 15th through the 18th. One of the things that when we were talking at the end of the regular show, Mark, and I wanted to kind of throw this out there for you for people that have never been to a professional golf tournament, especially an LPGA uh, professional golf tournament. I think they're missing out on something. Yeah, they're missing out on the fun of going to the tournament and the food and and the activities and all that. But what I really think they're missing out on, and I'm I'll get off my soapbox in a minute, I promise. Um, if they've never seen these ladies not only play, but how they carry themselves, how they uh conduct themselves, how they interact with people, um Because I will say this, PGA Tour, uh, they're great athletes and all that, but a lot of them to me are not particularly role models. But for young women, or women of any age for that matter, I think players on the LPGA Tour really are the um, mega stars when it comes to being a role model for people especially young kids and i personally i think because i've covered this tournament for a long time and when i see people with families and that and and they don't either know anything about the tournament or they've never been there and blah 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 and they've got these you know they've got three girls and they're all under the ages of 15 which is a handful i had one that was a handful you know but i really think that more could be emphasized to get people to come for just that reason not not just the golf but to see how these young professional women conduct themselves i wanted to get your thoughts on that well um first off i totally agree with you um i've been around uh pga tour senior pga tour uh, champions events uh and the lpga and hands down uh the LPGA athletes are the most engaging, humble, um, down to earth. And, and really it starts with gratitude. They are so grateful to be able to have the means to pursue their dreams of professional golf 
um, make money doing it. Uh, and, you know, they don't make a lot of money um, compared to what the men are making. Just right. It, it's um, just a, a small example. It's not a perfect um, analogy, and I'll admit that up front, but we just had the men's tour championship. The 30th place for that received a check for a half a million dollars, 30th place. That is double, more than double what the first place winner of the Portland Classic receives. And there, that's the gulf of difference between how much sponsorship money is in the men's game versus the women's. So again, if we had more sponsorship dollars, and I'm not crying about this, I'm just stating the fact. Sure. If we had more, then we could advertise more. We would have be able to do um, more bold things to make sure that people in this community know about this tournament, know about the LPGA and what a great um, organization and what great events they put on. Um, you know, we do our very best with volunteer help and even the head of our um, social media, you know, is a volunteer um, and it's, and they do an amazing job. Um, but, you know, we have to balance the budget. <laughs> right. And so that's it, you know, a lot of it has to do with the amount of investment that, that companies in this community make or don't make into a tournament like this. Um, and a lot of what I've tried to do and, and others have tried to educate business leaders about what a great event and how important it is to this community and to get them excited about it. And, you know, that's why I'm so excited about Uncle Bank and Pacific Office Automation and and a host of others, uh, local companies who are um, new to this tournament and, you know, maybe have done men's tournaments in the past. Both those organizations were focused, have been focused on a number of men's tournaments in the past, but now they're getting involved in women's tournaments. And I just think that you know, that gets me very excited and fired up because I know that we can make that case to other companies. And I have a an optimism, an optimism that <laughs> others will, will follow suit. but. It is an amazing thing. I took my daughter out there before I was ever involved in the tournament. And she had such a great time. Lorena Ochoa, who at that time was world number one and just a phenom, was so kind to my daughter and not didn't just write an autograph, but interacted with her. Yeah. And we were nobody, you know, she didn't know who we were. And and it didn't matter because it was just a real human connection. And that's happened. I've seen that happen with my own kids and I've seen it happen with uh, many others. And by the way, my son was also out there, you know, as a little kid and the women were fully engaged with him. And, and, you know, it, it isn't just about um, young, young women. It's about all young um, people. And right. These, these athletes really care about the sport. I, I will, I, I will confess something here. I obviously work in the media world and I've got a lot of friends that cover like LPGA stuff for sports illustrated or, you know, different publications and that, and, and you brought up something earlier. Um, they still have that jaundice, if you will, that, 
Um, they don't, the LPGA doesn't get the television time. And so, you know, uh, therefore, you know, that's not an interesting product to people and all that. And to me, that's kind of a worn out analogy. Uh, really, I, they're, they fought like the Dickens to get where they are now. And with the help of folks like you, and they will continue to fight, but, you know, a lot of times when, if you're watching, trying to watch a tournament on the golf channel, uh, you have the LP, uh, the PGA tour, then you maybe have something from the corn Ferry tour. Then maybe you have something from the champions tour. And then at 10 o'clock at night, you will see something from the, uh, women's tour. And it's like, I think the I think the lineup needs to change. <laughs> in, I think it is changing, my world. Jeff. Yeah. yeah, I think it is changing. I I I I grant your point for sure. Um, I'm frustrated when I've seen actually seen women's tournaments that are in the final like holes and it's close, and then coverage ends yeah, because cut they away get to a men's tournament. Right. Again, that's all about sponsor money that the golf channel is going, you know, they, they're a business. And while they would like to see a women's tournament get all the way through, they cut a deal with the PGA that allows them to preempt that so that the PGA tour gets the oxygen it wants. Right. And, and, and in that case, it's just comes down to, you know, show me the money. <laughs> and, and that's why, again, it's, if it makes you mad or it makes people on this listening to this mad, the best way to deal with it is not to scream about it. No. To invest in tournaments like this, because that is going to be the way we make the difference. I've seen it when I was leader at Cambia. I'm proud of what we did. And we did it I for, for the right reasons. And it has paid off, you know, in the way that I would have, hope that it would pay off because i think some you know people need to lead <laughs> not complain not go on social media about it they need to actually lead right and that's my challenge to everyone who's listening to this podcast is this can change it isn't that hard to have it change but each of us have to commit to doing it whether we do it in volunteer ways whether we do it by investing our corporate dollars in it it's got to change and I, and I, and it will. So, you know, when I look forward to the day before I part this earth of when women's tournaments are at parity with men's in terms of television and streaming coverage, and that, you know, that there's the level of respect and regard for their game, which is worthy of that respect and guard and regard, no doubt about it. I don't know what the the numbers are, Mark, <clears throat> but an overview from my chair tells me that we've got more as far as kids interested in the game. It seems to be there's more young women interested in the game than there is oh, men. Yeah. Well, I don't know about women versus men. All I know is it's amazing how many um, young women are interested in the game of golf and pursuing it. Right. And a lot of the volunteer organizations, the first tee and others like that in, in here in Portland, the children's course, these, 
these organizations, they are going out of their way, as is the OGA, to create parity between young boys and young girls in, in the game of golf. And they are really the vanguard. Um, and I'm really proud of those organizations and what they do. Uh, they get it. We need to get corporate leaders to get it as firmly um, and as ex and with and, and enthusiastically um, as these nonprofit organizations that care about the game of golf and are trying to grow the game of golf. So I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here, <clears throat> which won't be the first time I've ever done it, but I think if the corporate dollars and stuff would follow, like we were just discussing. I think a lot of things going forward that could also end a lot of turmoil, uh, if you will, something that people could point to and say, look at the uh, community of golf. And there would be uh, an example for other sports and other organizations, other activities to look at and say, you know, they really did. They came up and they, like you said, they created a parody. And so you take a lot of the uh, complaining out of it if that actually happens. Yep. And I think that would be a good thing. Okay. I, I told you I'd get off my soapbox. Well, no, so, I, this has been a great conversation and an important one, Jeff. This is, um, you know, tournaments are primarily around fun, entertainment, incredible competition. But, you know, sports has the ability to, um, you know, it's part of our lives. And so, um, and it can be very influential uh, in driving change. Look at what's happened in women's soccer yeah. and the leadership that women's <laughs> soccer players have brought. And, you know, sometimes they make people uncomfortable. And you know what? Um, leaders who um, have the courage to lead with it, of their convictions and lead with them, they're going to make people uncomfortable. That's part of how you drive change. Right. You got to do it right. You got to know when to have your foot on the accelerator and when to have your foot on the brake in trying to drive change. And it's, it's not a science, but I appreciate the fact that you, um, you know, went there today in this, in this conversation and, and um, because it's, it's important that we talk about it. Absolutely. So one last question. <clears throat> and I will we will get the answer in about a month from you. But I want to know how many hours do you think you're going to be spending at Columbia Edgewater from the 12th through the 18th? Well, as many as it takes. Yeah. Um, I, I, it will be, uh, you know, people like Rick and Darcy already are spending 60 hours minimum a week um, on on this and have been. Um, and. I know that, you know, come next week and going into the following week when the tournament happens, uh, you know, it's going to be all hands on deck as many hours as it takes. And some of that will be fun in terms of entertaining um, the dignitaries from Amazing Cree, our new title sponsor. We're so pleased with their involvement and they're bringing a delegation from Korea um, of not only their their corporate leaders, um, but um, many of their key investors that helped them start up that company. Uh, and, and so uh, they're going to be very busy. Uh, and then we'll have 
folks from Umco Bank, and as you know, Umco Bank is expanding, right? Uh, and so I think we'll have people from all over the the West uh, that will be in that they'll have in, and then Cambia, as usual, will be bringing people in from around the the footprint of their company, uh, important um, customers and business partners and the like. And so um, we'll that that'll be kind of maybe the fun part. Um, but then there's also just making sure the operations work. And there's always things that go wrong. <laughs> always, <laughs> whether yeah. It's, whether it's caused by weather um, or whether it's just caused by our own human mistakes um, that we have to then, uh, you know, address and and be very fleet of foot. And so it will be a. It'll be. We'll all be um, looking forward to resting in our beds uh the sunday after the <laughs> tournament and maybe for the next five days after that. <laughs> maybe so mark gantz uh thank you don't forget the um the cambia uh portland classic i should say the amazing cree portland classic coming up the 15th through the 18th out at columbia edgewater tickets are on sale pretty much everywhere now um you can go online and order tickets at the uh, Portland Classic website. You can get them through like Ticketmaster and some of those things. So you can do it. But Mark, thank you very much. You bet. It was great being with you, Jeff. Great to talk to you again. We'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. Until then, have some fun and buy some tickets to this uh, tournament. Please take care.